This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, what's up, everybody? Isaac here with Civil Engineering Academy coming at you with another sweet episode of our podcast. Um, today, I bring my brother Mark back on, and we have a sweet discussion about softwares that are used in the industry. Uh, we touch upon every major discipline uh, within the five disciplines uh, in civil engineering. And so there's something here, I think, for everybody. Uh, it's really uh, something that we enjoy talking about, and I think something you can learn from. So having said that, we'll get right to the discussion coming up after this. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I just had to tell you about a sweet partner that we have, and that is 99designs. Uh, this place is awesome. If you ever need a logo, you need business cards, you need a website, graphic package, anything that you want designed, you can get it done at 99designs. If you go to our link, which is civilengineeringacademy.com slash 99designs, that's the number 99designs.com, you'll be taken to 99designs and you can get started right away. You tell them what you need real easy. They can design anything, uh, anything graphically. You work with the best designers. You can either hire a designer uh, individually or you can start a contest and work with a community of designers and they all submit their ideas so you can pick your favorite design. Uh, and then lastly, you finalize your design and you continue working together. So it's really sweet. Um, there's been thousands of people using them. They're rated 4.8 out of 5 stars. Uh, they're around 24-7. They cover 90 plus design categories, everything from an iOS app all the way to wine labels and everything in between. So if you are in the hunt for business cards or maybe you've started your own business and you would like a website, this is a great place to go to get logos, business cards, anything graphic that you want done. So go check it out, civilengineeringacademy.com slash 99designs. Hey guys, we also have another resource for you, and that is our partner, PPI. If you're interested in getting uh, additional exam material for the FE or PE, go check them out at civilengineeringacademy.com slash PPI and use our discount code of CIVAC and you'll save 15% off any book that you order there. I believe that also works for their learning hub, uh, but they also have lots of other materials. So go check them out at civilengineeringacademy.com slash PPI. All right, so I got my brother Mark back on, and today we are talking about uh, different softwares depending on the discipline that you're going into. I think obviously each discipline has its own special kind of software that is helpful, and so we obviously aren't going to dive into every single software that's available for people out there because, you know, this might be a 10-hour podcast episode, but we're, we're just going to hit some of the highlights that we think are useful things that we know about and things we could share with you. 
Uh, I also think in general, there are softwares that every engineer should know. Uh, it's just kind of part of the industry that we're in. So a lot of the general tools that we'll talk about definitely going to help you as well. Um, but really, it's up to you to find out which one works depending on the industry you're going into, uh, which is kind of the, our goal here is to help direct your attention to what's out there and kind of if you're heading into a certain direction to find out what's uh, good to check out. So um, anyway, and I also think in general, a lot of basic tools, um, maybe Mark can disagree with me here, but I think in general, a lot of uh, tools that like Google Earth, sometimes you really should get out into the field and see what's out there because uh, there's a lot of things that just software and doing stuff on a computer, you don't really see. With well, your yeah, I, I can chime in on that one, Isaac. Go for uh, it. In fact, I have got a uh, little field trip planned for my team. Actually, on Tuesday, where we're doing that exact same thing, we're, uh, or the, the exact thing that you're talking about. Uh, we're looking at a project for, uh, for an owner. It's a good-sized project, and uh, here in in, uh, Lehi, in Lehigh, Utah, and um, that's what, exactly what we're going to do. We could just use Google Earth to kind of get a feel for the lay of the land and maybe how things are laying out, but there's so much activity in Lehigh, Utah right now, construction, not only, you know, I-15 that goes through there, but uh, there's also uh, a lot of uh, high-tech, you know, office space being constructed there. And so we got to get a real-time feel for where this thing's laying out, how we're going to, you know, logistically position cranes and all those things. And it just, it makes sense for us to go out there and walk the job. Yeah. See how it's laid out. We should, I should put a big asterisk on there because that could really bite you in the butt if you don't take a field trip. Yeah. Uh, in my own industry with transmission design, you know, you could play around on a computer all day, but until you actually go out and see a stake in the ground and see where stuff is going, um, you don't see it all. You don't see this, the sewer line that you could be hitting or uh, other issues that are in the way or clearances to things like that. So, and yeah. you know, you gotta, you gotta get out there. So having Amen. said that, let's dive into some software. So All right. there's our caution for everybody. There's your uh, warning. So Mark, let's talk about just general software overall. What do you think is good for an engineer to know about? Yeah, I, I think it's injury. good to have a good, you know, uh, working knowledge of, of AutoCAD. I mean, that's kind of the baseline um, drafting software, you know, that uh, you're not pulling out your graph paper. You don't have a drafting board anymore uh, where you're actually laying things out. If you're someone like me that works in the, uh, the structural end of things, you're trying to make sure dimensions are, are compatible and things are laying out properly, whatever you're designing. And so Autodesk is really just an invaluable tool because everything can be laid out to scale. Everything that you've sized, that you've calculated, any structural member can be, you know, quickly put, um, put down and, and, and laid out. And uh, you, can, you can make sure everything fits. Um, <clears throat> obviously, the, the next step up from that is uh, Revit, which we'll talk about. But I, that's one of the big ones I say is, is one of those base pieces of software that every engineer should have at least some kind of working knowledge of. Yeah. And I believe every engineer has to take a class on that. So, um, you know, if you don't use it, you kind of lose it. I I'm not a heavy AutoCAD user right now, but I still get involved with it. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of a, 
a baseline software to know for. Yeah. And I use it every day. I use it like every day, man. It's like when when I have something, my brain doesn't work now because I've used it so much. Like (laughs) it's like, I need it for my brain to start working and, and laying things out and making sure everything fits. It's just like, I don't know. It's just like a go-to piece of software for me. Cool. Yeah. So auto desk. Uh, what are the other ones? Uh, we've talked about um, some of these PDF softwares like Bluebeam. Um, a lot of people were using Adobe, but Bluebeam, if you're not familiar with that, is just a really uh, helpful tool for the industry. Um, I use that. I use that yeah. all the time. And Bluebeam has been kind of, uh, it's, it's, it's been nice because it's, it's more of a, I I call it more of an intuitive type PDF management tool um, for marking things up and, you know, measuring, measuring, take, I mean, it's just, it's kind of a, it's, it's a cool piece of software. It's a nice tool. Yeah. If you haven't checked that out, definitely do. But, um, and then in general, you know, your general Microsoft tools, uh, which you're going to go through school and understand if you're not familiar with those already. Um, Google Earth is definitely a must, I think, um, which is a, a fabulous tool. And I think also a little bit of ArcGIS, which is also a class when you're in school uh, at a university to take. And I think a lot of people might brush that class off because it's not um, maybe the specific focus you're going to go into as an engineer. But it is a tool that's used quite a bit um, in all industries to really display information uh, in a really neat way. So yeah. that's kind of our generalist. Uh, do you have anything to add to that, Mark? No, I mean, uh, once we get into construction, I'll have some more comments. But yeah, I think that's a pretty good generalist. All right. Well, let's dive into construction. What do we have in here? So construction, um, the big thing with construction is uh, you've kind of got this uh, this group of takeoff software, right? So um, the construction guys, once a design is produced, and it doesn't matter if it's a commercial building or if it's a, you know, a bridge or, or a roadway project, there's quantities to be taken off, right? You got cubic yardage of dirt, you got cubic yardage of concrete and those quantities form the basis for the estimate, right? So you got to know how much, how, how big things are and, and how much, how much tonnage, how much cubic yardage, how much square footage is in the job so that you can put a price on it. And so, there's a bunch of uh, uh, takeoff software that exists, and I would say the 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 forerunner and all that is you know is Plan Swift. Um, there's on on Center software has another set of uh, takeoff software that uh, that's pretty prevalent out there, but but that's the big one is 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 Plan Swift, and there's there's others of course, and then. Once you get through a takeoff, then you want something that you can estimate with, right? You want to be able to plug in all those quantities into some kind of a tool that helps you estimate your job. And the big ones in transportation is uh, HCSS Heavy Bid is is a big one. Um, There's one called B2W. It used to go by Bid to Win, but now they just call it B2W. I guess they figured Bid to Win was a little cheesy of a name, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and those are the big ones in um, in the transportation uh, industry or the uh, the heavy highway and civil construction industry. Interesting. And they're and they're, have, they're you know they're geared towards moving dirt and and that kind of stuff. 
um, drainage, um, you know, pipelines and, and those kind of things. And then on the commercial side of things, there's Sage, which used to be called Timberline, you know, Sigma, ProS. There's, there's, uh, there's software, that, estimating software that kind of just specializes into that uh, commercial construction realm. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, some of the others. So, so what we're talking about here is first we start with uh, the estimating software. And then you move into, well, you, you start with the takeoff software, then you move into the estimating software, and then you move into the project management software. Your and, Primavera. And so, and the scheduling, yeah, I would, that's scheduling. part of that. So your Primavera P6s, your Microsoft projects, your BIM 360s, which is an Autodesk product, is, is kind of a project management software. Procore is a big one. Hmm. Um, so there's kind of these big three segments of uh, in the construction in, in industry of software that's out there, and and then there's some overarching software that I mean there's there's companies that are trying to incorporate the accounting, the estimating, um, all and wrapped the, up, and all the project management all wrapped up. Nobody's kind of really tackled that sufficiently, in my opinion, but uh, it'll probably happen one day. So what's your thoughts on somebody, I'm just thinking about an engineer that, you know, wants to focus on learning one of these, do those skills translate to the other softwares or the easier to pick up because to learn all of these seems impossible, but if you learn one, you know, maybe they bleed over into others. They do. They do. So like, you know, if you were heading into the construction industry and you were focused on heavy highway and civil and you jumped in bid to win or B2W as they call it now, um, that would definitely translate into heavy bid and you would, you would, you could transfer pretty seamless across platforms, but estimating is estimating. I mean, to be good at it, you really need to get, you know, a lot of experience, but the software to tackle just the software, if that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Learning any of these is going to help you across all the platforms for sure. Cool. Cool. Well, anything else to add to construction? No, I mean, we talked about Bluebeam. Uh, SketchUp is, is a nice one. SketchUp's kind of a stripped down uh, BIM modeling software. So it's not as, as big as, uh, say, an Autodesk uh, Revit. But man, for hoisting plans and those kind of things, we got big girders that we're hoisting and we got to create a hoisting plan for that stuff. Man, SketchUp is nice because hmm. you can scale really quick 3D models in SketchUp. That's nice. So, that's a good one to learn. And that one, I don't, is that one free? I can't remember. Um, and all of these have a free yeah, option, they all have, I'm sure. SketchUp uh, is a, well, yeah, there's a trial, but uh, SketchUp, in fact, just barely went to a subscription-based model, which most software is doing these days. Um, but, yeah, you can get a standalone version, but uh, I think they're going subscription-based now. Cool. All right. Well, let's dive into our next discipline, which is our geotech arena. Um, obviously, I think there's a there's a plethora of softwares for geotech, depending on what you're analyzing and what you're getting into. But and I think in general, though, you're gonna have you have various software for foundations. Um, I myself am familiar with using what's called Lpile. And we use that to design some of our deeper foundations or uh, for the transmission structures. But 
uh, we've listed here others like Plaxis, uh, Soil Vision, Open Ground, Site, and there's various software um, for seismic software. There's a really neat website I found actually called Geotechpedia, geotechpedia.com. And, and there they list all of the softwares that they can find for geotechnical engineers. And it is and pages and pages and pages of, of geotech software that you can check out. I, I, I don't know what to say is like the most popular or the most used. It seems like there's just a lot of different applications for different things, but what are your thoughts on these geotech ones? Uh, I, you know, I, the only geotech that I do personally, uh, sometimes I have to design retaining structures, mm-hmm. soil, you know, soil nail walls, um, soldier pile, you know, those kind of things. And I, I don't use any of those. <laughs> I got, I got a package. I, I, I use Strucalc for a lot of those. And we'll talk about that when we get to the structural software, but, okay. um, I don't use any of those. My my stuff, of course, is I mean I'm, I'm coming from a, a more of a structural perspective on that. Right. I just know that in general there is a software for basically any application in the geotech world, and I'll we'll try to link this resource, but it's called geotechpedia.com. If you go check out the software, I'm telling you there are pages and pages and pages of different softwares you can check out for geotech. So a ton of them, ton of them. Um, What about, let's go into water resources. Uh, In school, it seems like what they mainly have you focus on, at least when, as I've been going to school, has been HackRAS and and HackHMS. All of these softwares are used basically to, to model um, groundwater or surface water or floodplain modeling. Um, th- then there again, there's quite a few softwares under water resources, but for like school and for what you use even after school, I think that HECRAS and HEC HMS are very uh, popular softwares. Yeah, I think they're the dominant so, ones. Yep. Uh, do you know of any others for water resources or anything? Under, those are, falls under there. Those are the 800 pound gorillas. I, I, I don't know of others specifically. We need a water resource engineer to get on and I know we could use their input right now. <laughs> they'll give us some negative feedback. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, uh, again, um, for water resources that geotechpedia also has a ton of, um, options for, uh, water resource softwares uh, for water and groundwater. And I could sit here and read you a few pages, yeah, but and I'm I not going to be familiar with them. Neither am I. And I can say Bentley offers a ton of those kind of packages. Um, they're, they're a good resource too, to kind of check out. Yeah. Just a quick sample. I'm, they're showing Mike flood, precision 3d hydro adaptive groundwater, um, aqua 3d, all yeah. kinds of stuff. Yeah. So go check that out. We'll list that. Uh, Let's jump into structural then. This is kind of Mark's forte. So what what do you got here? What's cool about the structural software is it's kind of, uh, it's, it's, it's developed, I'll say. Um, So, you know, the, the Autodesk, uh, their AutoCAD used to be the, uh, the workhorse. Now uh, Revit has completely taken over uh, structural design. And um, so the 
our Autodesk Revit is what is developing uh, the BIM, right? The building information model hmm. that is that is really, um, I mean, that's that's what's used nowadays, and it's it's a nice tool. What they can do with that now is, in the old days when you had to draw everything, AutoCAD had some three D capabilities, but uh, the information wasn't really uh, in the core of the software. It wasn't really uh, in three dimensions like it is in, in Revit. And so what's cool about that is that, uh, you know, you usually, you're used to looking at cross sections mm -hmm. and you can look at plan views on, on projects, but uh, what they're working with with Revit is a complete 3D model. And so they just go through and they define where they want these views, um, what plan views they want to define, what section views they want to define. Um, and it's really easy for them to define these, these locations. And then it just compiles all that for them and, um, creates a set of contract drawings. And, um, it's really slick tool. I'm not fam tell terribly familiar with all of the softwares is, is Revit doing a structural analysis or is it just for, um, drawings? Right now it's primarily just for drawing, but that is changing as well. There, uh, Autodesk is working on an actual structural design component to, to Revit. And, um, you know, my belief is that eventually that will probably take over the standalone uh, structural analysis packages because it would be such a cool wow. thing because you're building, because with the other structural uh, software, like if we're talking about SAP, you know, 2000, Risa, uh, SAD, um, you know, any of these other uh, high-end structural packages um, that you can buy, you're, you're really building the model within that structural software and doing the analysis separate from the tool that you use for the, the design and the layout. Hmm. Well, it just makes sense to merge those two together eventually. And Autodesk is working on that. And, you know, who knows what ends up happening, but I, I can just foresee that being too much of a convenience, you know? Yeah, I don't see why you wouldn't. You're well, designing and building your model, and bam, after that, you do your structural analysis, and uh, the whole thing is put together in one package. I think that's that's a good deal. That's cool. So for people that don't know, um, what are the um, top kind of analysis softwares for structural? You talked about them, but I don't think people that just hear these names, they don't know what they do. Yeah. Okay. So, so there's a, there's a company called the computers and structures incorporated CSI. They're the ones that develop a suite of software. Uh, one of the most prevalent ones that they have is SAP 2000. And so it's a, the, a, a software that will do, uh, everything. It's a finite element type analysis software that, um, once you put your model in there, I mean, it, uh, It'll analyze everything, you know, everything. It'll give you your, your obviously the, the simple stuff is your gravity analysis, but uh, any lateral analysis that you need to throw at it, it'll, it'll do that. Plus, it'll also do performance-based design. So usually when we talk about structural design, we're talking about design that's prescribed by the code, right? Mm -hmm. Everything's got to adhere to, um, the structural codes, whether it's, you know, ACI or AISC or, 
the governing codes IBC, of course, but everything is prescribed by code, what can and can't happen. Well, on a performance-based design, uh, an owner can dictate uh, what level of performance he wants his building to perform at. Uh, if he wants like his building to just have life safety after a seismic event, um, that's basically what the code provides for him. But uh, if he wants the, his building to be usable after a, a seismic event, then this software can like uh, analyze those types, those I'll call them those levels of, uh, of analysis, which gets, really deep. I mean, some of those performance-based designs, I mean, back in the old days when uh, AutoCAD used to, you know, when I started, they were working with release 14, right? And I remember hearing some of the old drafters are like, yeah, we, when we'd hit render on our drawings after we were done uh, detailing a certain area of a, a building or whatever they were working on, they had to go to lunch and let the thing render while they were at lunch, you know? <laughs> and but now obviously computers are powerful enough that none of that needs to happen anymore. And it's just instantaneous things can, can, uh, you know, be produced on a 3d model or whatever, pretty, pretty instantaneously. But sometimes wow. now when they do these performance based designs, the, the, the calculations that have to happen, um, and using, you know, programs like SAP 2000, I mean, it takes that long now. Like it's, it's software that's mm -hmm. taxing the hardware, when you say it takes that long, you mean they're going out to lunch again? Yeah, and it takes <laughs> it takes hours for it to analyze the model, and um, and it's just it's it's crazy the the level of detail now that they're getting in their structural analysis. But yeah, SAP two thousand, and then um, there there's a lot of uh, uh, packages, software packages that resemble that that are competitors, but. And I, and I, just to note, I don't think it's just the structural arena that also is getting a little more detailed and thorough in their analysis too. I think it's every, you know, every software that, that's, that you have available, you know, obviously there's updates to them. So. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just interesting to me that there's actual software that's, that's uh, overcoming the capabilities of, of the hardware anymore these days. You know what I mean? It's like, we got all the computing speed we ever could dream of these days. And there's actually some analysis that, uh, chugs it. Yeah. It really ta it. taxes the hardware, you know? So that's interesting to me. Cool. Well, that's helpful. Uh, any more on structural softwares? Stru and then, yeah, there's other, you know, uh, subgroups. I, I know, uh, in, in my market, uh, that I work in, there's a lot of, uh, RAM uh, is a is a big structural package that's used for structural concrete design, and that's a that's a Bentley product. Uh, there's Stad, Stad Pro. There are also Bentley products. Um, Risa, you know, is another one. Um, <clears throat> and then um, AutoCAD has got this other package that kind of goes on top of Revit. That's called NavisWorks. Mm. So Rev Revit generates the model, and then NavisWorks does. Uh, kind of the clash detection and, and it's really the tool that analyzes the model. Uh, that's another one that's pretty prevalent. And, but with all of that said, when it comes down to what I use personally, I mean, I don't get into that much detail. I'm not doing any performance based design and those kind of things. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a 
you know, an, an inner calc, a strew calc kind of a guy. I just, those handle 90% of whatever I need to do. So. Mm. Well, let me ask you this, and this goes with all softwares is, um, you know, as we had more into to like a, a world where software is used for everything, uh, how important is to to know what it's doing, um, how it works, and kind of the, the background, the theory behind it all? Because eventually, you kind of get used to just using the software all the time. But as an engineer, you need to know what's going on there. What what's your thoughts on on that? Um. Well, I'm kind of old school in the thought that. Uh, Someone needs to know the the basics. You you need to know if what the computer is spitting out makes sense. Um, I got uh, I got a couple uh, newer engineers that are working with me that um, that struggle with that a little bit. That um, you know, even though the computer is telling them that you know there's a certain load in a in a shore, for example, if we're doing a reshore design or a you know, uh, some kind of false work design. Um, I, I always try to draw them back to the actual dead loads that are in the structure that are actually, that the shores are actually seeing, you know, quote unquote, and, and seeing if what, uh, makes sense intuitively as you check your, you know, I have them check on, on paper with a hand calc, what the computer is kicking out. Um, just as kind of a double check, you know, if, if the, the bridge deck that I'm supporting is, uh, you know, eight inches thick, then uh, you can kind of figure out what a tributary area is going to be for a certain shore, for example. And the load in that shore better that the computer calculated better be pretty close to what you get with your hand calc or, or something's off, you know? Yeah. Okay. So I, I try to steer them in those kind of directions for sure. And I, I think that's good for everybody to understand that, you know, we get so dependent on the software sometimes that it's still important to kind of understand what's going on behind the scenes and kind of do a sanity check on, on some of that. So absolutely. Let's dive into transportation then. And what's some of these transportation softwares we listed out? What do you think is some of the most popular in there? Uh, so I see AutoCAD Civil 3D as a, as a big one. Um, I got surveyors that, uh, work for me that that's their, their kind of go-to, uh, package for laying out and creating models for, uh, for grading and different things. Um, you know, MicroStation, which, yep. uh, you know, inroads, um, I got, uh, guys in my office that use that, uh, and open roads too, um, for a lot of our design build, uh, pursuits where, you know, they're, they're, they're creating, uh, they're creating models, um, you know, embankments and alignments for roadways and, and those kind of things. And they're able to generate quantities and stuff that help us kind of get a feel for where uh, pricing is needs to be on our, uh, design build jobs use that quite extensively and we actually work with transportation design firms that, that use that software extensively too yeah. to to lay out their jobs so the other ones isaac um i'm not uh, as as familiar with but uh i know well, neither of us are diving into the transportation engineering world so <laughs> those out there will have to forgive us if we've missed but, some of yours 
Yeah, but again, the king of the transportation design software world is Bentley again. I mean, they, they're the ones that have kind of the, the most uh, prevalence um, and probably the most sophisticated stuff that I've seen. And with That's transportation, they probably do fall into a couple categories. One's probably traffic related uh, where you have simulations. Correct. Transportation planning and then pavement analysis and probably design. So uh, there's a long list of softwares, but I think Mark kind of just hit it on the head with Bentley being probably the big elephant in the room. Yeah, the 800 pound gorilla on that one. Okay. No, I think this is a a good list of software. Um, I just would probably add, or maybe you can talk to this, but what's, as an engineer maybe that's just starting out, or knows what kind of area they want to get into. What what's the benefit? What what what, sh- what do you think they should be doing, um, in either to prepare for a job or to give them a leg up in the industry? Yeah, I, I would say if if you know what area of civil engineering you're going to specialize in, you know, if you're gravitating towards construction or geotech or water resources or structural, whatever it is, learn about the firms you're. If, you know, the design firms or the construction firms that you may go for learn, you can find out what software they use and, um, and just do a little homework. And, uh, if that's the, the, the direction you want to go, just start using some of them, start practicing on them. And even if, you know, you're just, uh, using software that's, um, you know, specialized in, in any of these, in any of our, uh, civil engineering disciplines. I mean, like we talked about before, they're going to be, uh, the skills that you learn or the exposure you get in one software is going to translate pretty well into another one if they happen to be using a different software package. But you're going to have a leg up from uh, just somebody who's maybe just fresh out of school and just trying to figure things out. Um, if you know the software, at least you've had some exposure to it, man. You, you got a leg up, I think. I agree. Um, I've interviewed quite a few people just in the transmission engineering world, and if they have any experience whatsoever in the software we use, I mean, you're you're immediately you know head and yeah. shoulders above the next guy. Yeah, so, you're at the head of the line. Yeah. So if you have uh, any inkling of the industry you want to go into, find out the software. I'd recommend getting a free trial version, and just becoming familiar with the layout. You know, if you can model something really basic, that might be helpful, but just become familiar with the tools that, that people want you to know. And Absolutely. It, yeah. yeah. A, a leg up. Leg up. So anyway, I think that'll do it. Um, great tips, great softwares that we discussed. Um, if you guys have any comments about any of this, feel free to email us. Uh, you can reach Mark at Mark at civilengineeringacademy.com and Isaac at Isaac at civilengineeringacademy.com. We'd be happy to answer any questions you have about any of this. So Mark, thanks for joining me again. And uh, we'll probably see you on the next one. You bet. All right. Bye. Hey guys, before we go, I just want to let you know about the best possible resource that will help you ace the civil PE exam. It's our little secret. So this is actually the course I built from the ground up to help you. It's the ultimate civil PE review course. This baby gives you everything you need to ace this exam. Course modules, 
practice problems, including video practice problems that I go step-by-step through, practice exams, a homework planner, an equation reference guide, private community for support and be able to ask questions, and more. So if you want the best tool I can recommend, then go check it out at civilpereviewcourse.com. I promise you're going to be happy with it. We have tons of people that have gone through and have absolutely loved it. Hopefully we'll see you in the course. See ya.